You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Reclamation. You are in for a treat today. We are here. I'm Tonya, and I'm with... Neva. And... Big Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Justin. totally not necessary, (laughs) but not inaccurate, actually. So this this is us, and we're here today on the Reclamation Show talking all about gaming the game of life. And here's how I came to this. I was reflecting on okay this is this is the topic i got to come up with today and i was thinking about what is it that justin and neva share that is really kind of different than my normal kind of state of beingness or what i share with each one of them what's and, our different weird what's our weird how's our weird different than your weird right where and, and where do you share in a weird that i'm you know that i'm not necessarily a part of um and where what came up was video games right yeah. that's one of the things that you two right, enjoy doing fun. together also with Caden and Danica, and I'm and I don't mind doing them, but a lot of them I don't play. Um, and you don't like killing us. I don't like killing you, <laughs> and you know there's there's a little bit of a frequency differential there for me. Um, but I love the fact that you two connect in that space because it is very different. So I get this kind of you know ancillary benefit is, uh, of being able to experience that through you, which is pretty cool. And so, so I was framing that up and thinking, okay, well, where can we connect in with that? What's the synergy with me? And, and part of it is, is that's how I look at life, right? It is a big video game. So to me, I don't really need the screen and these other things. Like I have plenty to keep me busy with, with, with what I witness in my existence. Um, and so I would love to hear from both of you during this episode on making that connection. Because I do see a connection with video games. I know they get a bad rap. Um, but I, I see a lot of benefit. I see a lot of connection and cohesion. So so before we jump to the break, Neva, why don't you share a little bit about what they are for you? It's like a video game ad. Um, <laughs> Sell us on video games for kids. <laughs> I think for me, they, um, well, they're great for letting out aggression. That's okay, a whole I can see that. Topic. Um, we play Halo a lot. And I'm really good at Halo when I'm mad about something. Has, yeah, she gets on the. She's 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 ahead of day full of triggers and angst. Yeah, I get annihilated <laughs> by the twelve. Uh, so I can see that. That's um, healthy. It's great for letting out energy, and they're fun. Um, they kind of put you into a whole other world, like in Jumanji when they like go into the video game. Um, it kind of feels like that sometimes, mm-hmm. except you you get to sit on your couch. Um, and I mean they're not all bad and like. Ah, killing. Uh, those just happen to be my favorites. But, like... We'll I've, explore that later. <laughs> but I play Minecraft and stuff like that where I get to build up worlds and create things that I have imagined in my head and kind of put into a whole picture and lets you do things that you couldn't necessarily do in real life. Okay, all right. So I'm seeing it. So we'll... we'll we're going to like let that sit here for a second and, and, and go to the break. Uh, before we do, make sure you've gone to superpowerexperts.com and sign up for the next experience. Those are phenomenally fun. And if you haven't gotten enrolled in the Core 1 class, make sure you do that now because seating is limited. Go there if you want to participate in the coolest multidimensional awakening modality. Super exciting. Rave, rave reviews coming back on this one. SIFA is where it's at. Creative energy. Creative energy field 
activation. I just totally lost the words for it. Yes, ma'am. We hope to see you, Father. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. That was a totally bad pun. Okay, we anyway, we're going to <laughs> cut to a break. We're talking all about gaming the game of life, and we will be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Reclamation. We're talking all about gaming the game of life. And so we heard Neva's perspective before the break of like, there are some benefits. And, and, and as I said, I, I'm not a huge fan. I don't mind them. Um, I've just never really taken to them. And, and I was seeing benefits. Jess, what about for you? What, what, why video gaming in your life? You know, it's, it, for me, it's like a muscle. Um, especially like the puzzle solving aspect of video games. Um, at least for me, those are the video games I like to do. The some of the old, you know, shoot 'em up, bang up games. You know, don't get me wrong, I love my Halo. Right? Uh, I may not be the greatest at it, but I love playing it. I love playing with the kids. It's a, a construct of, um, you know, it's just it's a, there's a whole other environment, a whole other world in those places that has all new sets of rules. And the way I see it, and the way I use it, is is. If I can fine tune my mind in an artificial construct in a virtual world, in a virtual setting, in a video game, it's like practicing for this reality in areas that I may not know how to experience or how to uncover. It's like going to the gym, right? It's it's literally like going to the gym. And while, yes, video games in of themselves, you know, there could be that addictive piece right if that's all you end up doing because now you've lost touch with reality right you're not coming back in gaming in the real world um there is an aspect an element in it for me that that accesses my mind and what's funny is, is that i'll play a video game and once i've figured out all of the systems all the processes all the if this then that type of arguments that the video game presents I'm done. I get bored. Even if I haven't finished the game, I, I'm done playing it, right? I, I'm I'm literally done playing with it. Um, the games like Halo, where we're playing with the kids and we're, you know, just shooting at each other, all that kind of stuff and in the virtual environment is, for me, in those types of games, especially the way that I play them, are, are times to connect, mm-hmm. right? Times to connect and experience something together, Um and it's just it's just in a, in a place to where it's like we all know the game, we all know the rules of the game, we know how how you know sometimes you're good and sometimes you're bad, and yet we can sit around and and laugh and joke, and it's 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 connection space. But to ultimately though, the, the the video game space for me is um, it's just a place to where it's you know what it is? It's the mirror, well the mirror dimension <laughs> for me. Because I know that I can go into that mirror dimension and I'm going to see different processes, different systems, different challenges, different puzzles. And I'm able to think differently in that space. And so it's like I can go in there and practice. and, 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 and it's, it's like a simulation. And I'm able to go there and practice and create. And while I may not be solving the same 
exact problem set that I'm working through or, or experiencing in the in real life, it's using the same muscles to think critically, to think differently, to look and examine what the rules of that that virtual environment are in that video game and, and really dive in and understand it. That way when I'm out of the video game, right? Because don't play video games what you know, maybe once or twice a week and not for very long. So I'm able to go into that mirror dimension and get what I need. It's kind of like it's kind of like okay, I need to unplug and I need to just go I need to go exercise the muscles a little bit more and then come back into the real life and and see what I'm able to create. And so it's literally for me it's like it's like a mirror dimension that allows me to go in and exercise my mind and my critical thinking so when I can come, so I'm not creating chaos by just through trial and error in in real life. All right. That's an interesting perspective. I think that's part of the reason why I don't resonate with it is because I, I don't, um, the, 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 the appeal is less for me when I have the restrictions of someone else's construct. You know, once the, if the construct's been created by someone else, there are limitations in, in, to me in terms of, of which is why I, so you would get bored a lot faster than I do because right. you would be able to come in and see the constructs and whatnot whereas I like to work work through them right. so I can I, see that well and, and it's in it, to be clear right because I want to touch in on this like when it, the, the reference he's making to how it's like the gym that is not an excuse not to go to the gym like, <laughs> no like you sit up I, you work out your avatar in the video game is not the same thing as working out your avatar it? in real life and if you've crafted that, if you've been, if you have figured out how to use a video game that can move the avatar, and so that your body like gets the same workout, that'd be pretty cool. Well, I, think, I think that would qualify as a superpower. So please let us. know. I think that's. I think that, and I think that's why game, video gaming systems like Wii, the Wii and stuff Wii. were created because they were trying to simulate that. And while yes, there is some activity, and you're not sitting on your couch because you're actually up and moving and and whatnot, it's still right. not the same experience. But, but to your point, what what I what I was why I was bringing it back to that is that the the reference point there is the ability to train in, yes. in a controlled environment, essentially, right? Like like it's training for for the real game, essentially. You know, and you could look at it that way. I don't know how many people do look at it that way, but but we sort of play everything that way which is how you make your your life a video game and, and so so when we talk about avatars right and in developing them we use that same language in our transformational programs because we understand it right especially anybody from from the gaming world or that can comprehend it there's there's a real sense of accomplishment as you build up your character right? Your avatar, which is kind of how we do life, right? Maybe you want to kind of explain how you see that relationship. Yeah, it reminded me uh, a little while ago, I was talking to one of my friends and I said, it's kind of like God created a Sims game and we're just all the Sims. (laughs) Um, I can see it that way. And we talk a lot about your avatar. It's kind of like, I think the avatar is a really great representation of like your human, right? We talk, check out our episode functioning human hosted by us, hosted by us. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, And what she said there was, we did an episode called "How to Train Your Human." Yes. There you go. There's the words. (laughs) Thank you for the translator. Um, But I think the avatar is a great representation of your human, and it's kind of like you're able, just like most, what's it called, third perspective. 
video games where like you see the person third person there you go third person video games it's like you kind of like take a look outside of yourself it's kind of what the avatar represents when we talk about like decorating your avatar like i decorate my avatar by dyeing my hair or doing makeup um but it kind of lets you like program i think when you look at it as an avatar it kind of allows you to program yourself in ways you couldn't if you're looking at it from the first person like it's personalized yes yeah, i can see that and personalized but also like not personalized not it's personal it's it's personalized without being personal and it's so i think it allows us personification of it perhaps well i mean personification so we need to have an english class after this folks so maybe that'll be our next episode <laughs> i just like the word play <laughs> and so anyway the, <laughs> we're like battling like the, the marketing copy here but the, but the concept is is that you can personalize the avatar and learn how to not take that process so seriously so personal because it, it is it is a, it allows us to be more fluid in our experiences when we identify as the highest aspect of who we are that inspired self and look at the the actualizing self as the avatar things make a whole lot more sense. I know it doesn't sound like it makes more sense when you when you just look at it on the surface, but for those of you who've been in this developmental journey, you're going, oh, that makes so much more sense because you do have that experience of being both, right? Being the person playing the video game and being the person in the video game, right? Being of this world or being in this world, right? Those, those are very real existences as you continue on this developmental path. And so how do we how do we keep from one going kind of crazy thinking about it that way right because even though we we can personally talk about our avatars and interacting with other avatars they're humans right so let's not get this twisted like we can't make our lives into a halo game and go i'm not even gonna say the words anyway go uh, go um happy dancing after killing people on halo <laughs> which i'm totally wondering how that came oh, to be no. a thing yeah, don't go there um, and how we got to that place and make it and make sure that that stays in the mere reality that that stays in a controlled environment and that we can pull out the really beautiful lessons and apply them to life and keep things in perspective right is this possible can we do that yeah i, I definitely think so i when i'm for my my example that i gave earlier is that when i come back into real life after playing in that mirror dimension that I start to, it, what it does is it helps expand my mind. And so whatever container I'm in, whatever's right in front of me in real life, whatever it is that I'm working through, solving, assisting somebody with or so forth, it reminds me that even this, the real life is, is just an illusion. And there are, there are rules, right? You can't just go shooting somebody in and not have consequences in this reality, Right. And it, it, for me, it's an invitation to examine what are the rules of this construct mm -hmm. at the highest level possible, so we can so we can actually examine it and go, oh, okay. Then how then I then understanding it from the highest point possible, the highest perspective possible, and then examining it from that level all the way down into my root and my stories and my where I connect in with it. I then get to choose how to optimize my avatar. 
Right. All while learning how to love God and love each other yes. in the process. Yes, ma'am. You, you're talking, it reminded me uh, a little bit ago, we had a discussion about seeing others as like NPCs, not player characters, as a translation, game translation. Oh, they should make that. Not the point. So we were talking about seeing others as like NPCs in our life, right? Because sometimes people kind of cross your path and they don't really have that big of an impact on your life per se. Um, so it's not like they become like a main character. Um, but something we we're talking about is sometimes seeing others as NPCs makes you forget that they're the main character in their own story. That's right. Um, and I think that's really important for a lot of people to learn is like, whilst people might kind of serve as just an avatar in our lives, we forget that sometimes we're just an avatar in others' lives. And so I think looking at it as, because you kind of get to gamify your life, and it makes it kind of fun to like look at the stories and stuff that you carry when you look at it from a fun perspective of like, oh, this is something I get to program into my character, but it's actually yourself. Mm-hmm. And so programming like, yes, this might, okay, Free Guy reference. So one of our favorite movies is Free Guy, and basically the main character kind of becomes his own person, even though he's not really a person, he's just in a video game. And as he like becomes aware, he starts to see NPCs um, and like realize kind of how silly they sound when they just keep saying the same thing over again. Whenever we watch it, I kind of imagine what if those NPCs like actually have their own life? It's kind of like people work like that way too, you know, like there might be people that just seem like, eh, you're not that important, you're just an NPC in my life, but then what if they have this whole other world and to you, they're, you're just in it. See that you're just an NPC. I think that's a wonderful way to look at it. It's going to remind us all like we have an impact on each other, and it's not always about you in someone else's line of sight, right? That's not really how they're holding it. The other thing that I would I would look at this as we wrap up this episode is here's the invitation: is that we have an opportunity to really sit with how do we want to appear in other people's realities, right? Do do we want to be the avatar that like comes in and wreaks havoc and like I don't know whatever happens in Minecraft like steals chickens or whatever steals and I don't know like take down your pictures or whatever can happen there do we want to be that where people are wanting to to kind of block and cancel and, and all those other things or do we want to be the type of avatar where when we come into a space we, we make it better just by our presence right just lighting it up and adding to the light that's already present there not making it about us, but but making it about what can we be for others, and and, and how do we want to show up mm-hmm. in other people's realities? Do you know how do we want people to feel in our presence? Again, maybe um, from a very selfish place, right? Like I I love feeling that reflection of, of wow, like we got to share a moment of light and love together. Like we got to feel something real for half a heartbeat you know, before one of us looked away, right? That That's that's a precious, very sacred moment. And you get to have that with everybody, even if they're just an NPC in your life, maybe they're just in passing, you get to choose to light your eyes up, to smile and to touch in in their heart and see if they respond, right? There's nothing more exciting than walking by someone and they appear to be just an NPC and you light up your face and you smile and you send them love and you feel them and see them come to life. Yeah, now they're not just an NPC. Something, something just anymore. simple as a as a hi, have have a good day, or right? So right. That I mean that reminds people that they're real, 
It reminds people that they can be seen. It reminds them that they're being observed. And here's the secret, folks. It's really not about what it does for them because what that does in return for you is it does make you whole. With the more people you can see yourself in, the more people you can see the divine in, the more whole and enriched and, and delicious your life becomes. So that's the invitation, right? Look, look at life as a game. It's an amazing game, but it's not just a game, right? It's not we're not we're not victims of it. It gets to be the game if we make it that. And so ask yourself, what sort of game do I want? What kind of game do I want to play? And, and all that is entirely dictated on how you choose to show up in your game. And the responses happen from there. So choose wisely, right? Light up those eyes, put a smile on your face, feel love in your heart, and be willing to extend it to others and watch how your game transforms. Well, and the beautiful thing is, is that if you're wanting to optimize your avatar, we actually have a program for that. Well, that. Funny you should say that, Justin. <laughs> Tell them more. No. <laughs> so, we, yes, we have the Optimize Your Avatar program, which is a beautiful, beautiful program. If, if you're ready to, to cohere that actualized self with that inspired self and step into your life as this brilliant, shining light that lights up other people's worlds, that is a tremendous program. It's very well held in our collaborative coaching team and um super yummy to be a part of so if you're if you're really feeling like diving into this work and getting um, clear about who you are and your purpose here that's a beautiful program for you and we have one for couples too so you can co-create your life together in that relationship um, and for sure if you haven't signed up for the new CIFA experience make sure that you get there now superpowerexperts.com and join us in our community because we love seeing you there um, and we welcome you with open arms and with love. So thank you for joining us today. We've been talking all about gaming the game of life. We will see you all next time. And from our inspired family to yours, we, we love, love you. you. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.